Hey there, everybody. Today we have a special treat to you. You get to listen to the The Figuring Out Podcast. Don't you feel special? Today we're going to talk about awesome things. And we have special guests on the show, like me and many others. Sit back, relax, and we'll figure it out together. Welcome back, Fig Family. Welcome back. You want to tell everybody what we're going to be talking about today, and and this may go. I'm I'm kind of nervous to be honest with you, I'm because nervous I, too. <laughs> I don't know what direction this is going to go in. Uh, we're talking about relationships today. What about them? Um, our journey, things that's been going on in our lives, how we got here, uh, all the gushy mushy, crazy stuff, and I. See, I'm nervous. (laughs) You can't even talk. (laughs) I'm nervous because the the truth is our relationship isn't perfect. And the reality is no relationship is because no individual is perfect. No, we sure do have a lot of skeletons in our closet. Um, Admittedly, there is there has been infidelity uh, multiple times um, from from both sides. And it's it's crazy because. You know, some things will just make you or break you. And I think, and and not to praise infidelity at all. I don't think it's a good thing at all. Um, we've learned from our We've mistakes. learned from it. I've, you know, sometimes I even get like choked up talking about it because a part of me is like embarrassed about it. But what I realized is that I've really grown as an individual, and I feel like every experience that I've gone through in my life, it's made me who I am today. 100%. And I think that it's, it's made our relationship what it is today. Absolutely. And I'm, and I'm happy to say and confidently say that our relationship is stronger today than it ever has been. 100%. And I can agree. It's what they say, right? Your past makes you who you are. The, every moment that came before this very moment has led you exactly to where you are. Has right. led you here. Right. So... I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. I think uh, God and the universe has larger plans for everybody. And what doesn't kill you does make you stronger. Now, I know a lot of people will, will hear that there's been infidelity in this relationship on both parts and will automatically be turned off. They're automatically going to have comments and, well, and judgment. Honestly, we don't... I. And, I don't know if this is for you too, but I don't care what people think. No, I don't care either. And that's why I'm happy because and open the, to talk about it. At the end of the day, this is our relationship. 100%. We're that's not st- what I was getting at. We're still here. All right. I cut you off. So I'm sorry. No, that's not what I was going to get at at all. Um, Got I, defensive. I, no, because I, I don't care what people think either. The reason I was saying that is because I, regardless of what people think and regardless of the judgment that people are going to put on us, one of the things I was going to get at is it doesn't really phase us because at the end of the day, we have the dynamic that we have and it's working. Um, beyond that, the reason we are sharing this is because there there's lessons here, right? There's lessons that we've learned and there's lessons that are worth other people learning as well. And maybe if we share these lessons, people don't have to go through the same trials and tribulations that we went through and they can kind of learn from us and yeah. our experiences. I mean, or for those that, you know, have had relationships and there's been infidelity you know people are too quick to separate divorce 
Well, you yeah, ma- marriage and or divorce rate in this country. Don't I'm not gonna, start I'm not with the start, statistics. I'm not going to start with statistics. <laughs> I'm not going to bring out the tablet, but I want to say it's over 50% and it's increasing. Yeah, I mean, it, it never used to be like that. What do you attribute that to? Um, Good question. I think everybody is, not everyone, but I think a lot of people are so quick just, just to give up, right? There's, there's a message that's, portrayed out there that there's plenty of fish in the sea i think social media exacerbates that as well i think so too and i i think that we also try to find this ideal perfect person there is no perfect person at all you're not perfect i'm not perfect sure and sure and it's just i i honestly i don't know but i can tell you that if you're able to grow to go through tough times with people, then you can go through any then you can go through anything and just stick it out. I don't know. I don't know. I just said a mouthful there. I don't even know what I was trying to say. But yeah, admittedly, I didn't follow all of that. <laughs> you were trying to fix the I'm stand here. I'm trying to fix here. the microphone here, and I think it's uh, finally in a good place. I think that if you go through some crazy ass hard times with somebody. Just freaking stick it out. I mean, unless they're, I don't, I don't even know because it's like I well, feel look. like unless they're being physically abusive, then that's toxic. I mean, but cheating is toxic, so I don't. Cheating know. is toxic. Um, and look, it, it sticking through it probably isn't. I, I think the greater majority wouldn't stick through it. The greater majority would would just give up, right? Um, gosh, I. It, I, I don't want to sound like it's easy. It wasn't easy for no. either one of us, right? There's, there's um, been there's like... There's been many times where we both have wanted to give up. There's been many times where we have given up. Yeah. Right? And that's kind of how the infidelity even started because we, one of us at one point in time threw in the towel, so to speak, and, and stopped trying and, and one thing led to another. Well, let me share my story on here. So as most of you know from our first episode... Rick and I started dating at 18 years old. We were babies. We were babies. Um, and then kind of going back, my mom kind of said, well, if you guys are going to date, you need to stay together, marry each other, whatever. And I love my mother so much that a part of me was like, damn, I'm not going to ruin this. Right. There's been times where I was like, don't want to be with you. I'm done with you. But shit, I feel stuck with you. You know, because of that comment that my mom made. Now, do I feel like that? No, absolutely not. You know, I am madly in love with you. And um, sometimes I can't stand you. That's normal. People fall in and out of love all the time. Um, But going back to us dating very young, you know, I decided if I can't get rid of you, I'm going to venture out. And I know that this probably has to do with a lot of things you see as a child. Like I saw not to, you know, throw my dad under the bus here, but I've saw him. He's, he's had many, you know, women, he's been in several relationships and, um, I want to say that that's where a lot of the things that I used to do attributed from, but I'm also my own person. And I realize that now. So, I guess I can admit my faults is what I'm saying. Um, But at that time, like there's been times that I didn't want to be with you. And so I would step out. And for a while, I lived 
two lives, right? I decided to date someone else who was a little older than me. And you were just, for me at that time, you were my safety net, right? You were my, I don't want to ruin my family. This guy has a head on, a good head on his shoulders. Hmm, There's potential here, but I'm too damn busy having fun right now with somebody else. You were enjoying the best of both worlds. Exactly. And you greedy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, thanks, babe. Um, and you know, it makes me wonder because what if, if I would have never experienced that, then who knows if we would have been here today. You know, if I would have had the balls to be like, I don't want to be with you anymore. Then I don't know if we would be here, house, car, two kids, you know, and the life that we have now. Probably not. I don't think so because if I would have been done, I would have been done. Well, and who knows where I would have landed, right? Exactly. Well, sorry, I'm talking about me. I don't know about you, but. No, but it, it part of the reason I think we've stayed together is because despite our, again, our trials and tribulations and the infidelity, we've always hung on to each other or at least the idea of one another. Right. Uh, I think one of the things is we always saw the potential in our relationship. I think we always saw where it could go. And and look, it, it has gone really far. We've achieved some remarkable, some truly noteworthy things. Um, and I think we all we both saw that from a, from a young age. Um, I think infidelity stems from greediness. A hundred percent. It stems from people just wanting more, not not appreciating what they have right in front of them. I know that was probably the case for me. Um, you know, sometimes you, like you said, you go in and out of love, and you lose interest in your in your partner. And at that point, that is one of the most vulnerable stages of a relationship. That's where you need to double down on your partner and and ask yourself, what do I love? What do I appreciate? Um, and kind of create a positive list versus just looking at things through a negative lens and and stepping out of the relationship right and I I feel like with me growing up I had a lot of insecurities like I needed to be felt loved at all times you know you you fucked up once and it was just like all right you know this is not this is not for me you know he doesn't make me feel good and I needed to be felt good constantly and you realize that that's 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 not realistic anymore right obviously you know no, I'm just checking no yeah obviously now um but at that time I, I needed praises from everybody right and I would talk to all these people just because they gave me that confidence that high that ego booster that I needed because they made you feel good about yourself. Yeah, I was too I was too dumb and naive to even realize that I was good enough for myself. As long as I knew that I was good enough, then that's all that mattered. It took you a while to learn that. It did take me a while. It did. Um But I don't think you're the only one. I think a lot of people go through that, especially uh, you know, women love to talk about men being the unfaithful ones the ones that step out of marriage well let me tell you guys something no it goes both ways no let me finish (laughs) let me finish women are pretty can be pretty conniving and i'm not speaking of you i'm speaking of even other situations that i've been involved in right women can be pretty conniving they can be pretty uh I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, but they can be conniving, right? And if they want something, they're going to get it. Let me tell you that. They'll find ways to get yeah. it. But I mean, I think that's just a humanistic thing. You know, the other thing that just popped in my head, 
I don't think marriage is respected the way it used to be anymore. No. Because whether you're a woman in a marriage or a man in a marriage, people don't respect that anymore and they'll still try to talk to you. Guys will still try to talk to you. Girls will still try to talk to me regardless of whether we're in a a relationship, let alone a marriage. We've had that recently. You know, last year, January, you want to, I feel like I'm talking a lot. You want to talk about it? What? I don't see People reaching out to you or you, let's, let's talk about it. What happened last January? Oh, me rekindling with, um. Yeah. So we don't have to say names here. Yeah, I'd rather not. For their privacy and, but, uh. Yeah, I think, so, was that last January? January 2022. Um, there was a lot of changes going on in our lives. I started a new job. You started a, uh. Travel nursing. Travel nursing assignment, so you weren't home. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was feeling lonely, confused, I don't know. Um, but somehow, some way or another, I rekindled with an ex. And, um, we started talking. Nothing happened. Nothing, Right. Nothing happened. Well, no. why are you telling me? I don't know. I'm not you. <laughs> I mean, did you meet up with her? No, no, didn't meet up with okay. her. It was just conversation. Um, and I enjoyed the conversation, admittedly. And, you know, it's one of those things where it makes you feel good, to, to your point, to your earlier point, having that attention, that spotlight, that interaction. Right. Um, maybe it checks a few boxes as far as things that you're insecure about yourself or you're not sure about yourself. So, um, yeah, so... That was uh, that went on for a few weeks, I guess. Um, to the point was... where we almost were going to get divorced. <laughs> that was a a pretty tough time. Oh, I guess that's a good point worth our... mentioning. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things when when you're when one of you in a, if one when one of the two people in a relationship or even both uh, possibly are getting attention from someone else from outside the relationship, you're a lot more bold and confident to say, I quit, right? Because you, 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 I don't know if it's the subconscious mind saying, oh, I have all these other options now, right? I can go talk to this person, that person, this person. I don't need, the, I don't need to be in a relationship anymore. I have backup options. Um, and that wasn't on my mind consciously by any means, but maybe that was in my mind subconsciously. So I was ready at that point to say, hey, throw in the towel, I'm done, though. So I feel like we should elaborate on this a little bit because I kind of explained my pretty much living two lives incident. Um, So during that time where I lived my two lives and was dating two separate people. um, This was years ago. Yeah, we had separated this. Yeah, this is like 19, 20 years old. Yeah, we were're were, we were still pretty young at the time. This was probably like ten years close to ten years ago. So nine, ten years ago. Yeah, go ahead. You wanna you wanna explain it? Go ahead. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure where you're going with it. Um so Rick found this person at his job and he ended up dating her. Actually at this time him and I were separated. Mm-hmm. Um so I got to live a one life again. You got to live your life. I dated for a little bit. You dated for a little bit. You were you were going through your rebellious stages, I would say. Yeah, probably. In hindsight, a part of me was like, you know, screw this. I'm going to go do me. And admittedly, I ended up speaking with someone who I found admittedly interesting. Someone I was interested in. Someone who I enjoyed. Now, how long did you date this person? Oh. <sighs> Four months, maybe. 
two to three months. I think it was closer to four. Okay. Um, and you, every time we talk about this, I get frustrated and I get upset when we talk about this because you like valued this person as if you dated this person for like years. Time is a, is a construct though. Right. I mean, there's people that get married after they meet someone. I'm not. I'm not advising that. I would not advise to go marry someone. What is someone. this ninety day fiance? No, but my point is, I, I think time is a construct. Uh, admittedly, I have nothing bad to say about that person. I don't. No, I didn't say you had to say anything bad about that person. I'm not that petty. Um, <laughs> so I don't. I don't know what you want me to say. Um, but you made it seem like in those three or four months that you call it. Um, it was like all rainbow, moon, and sunshine. But I feel like we didn't have a bad moment at all because I, I never argued. It was still fresh. That this is the that point that be, I'm trying to get at. I, I get what you're getting at. That may be a point. That may be a point. We, you and I, have argued many times in, when we were only together for a few months, and that's just an example, right? A lot of relationships argue early on in a relationship. I think the fact that it was new was a part of it. That's what I mean. Like. It was so fresh and new. You were at the honeymoon stage, right? They say you need to have between like six months to a year. And then after that year, the honeymoon phase kind of just dies down. I think that was a part of it. Sure. Right. So I feel like you valued and to this day, right? Even talking to her, rekindling a little bit, there will always be a part of you that feel like, what if, you know, did I miss out on the greatest opportunity in my life? Because you don't know what negative side is to being in a relationship with that person because you never had it because you were never with that person for so long okay and so not gonna lie that's like one of the biggest fears that i've had and sometimes you know we're human and sometimes knowing our past sometimes i still worry right i say to myself well what if this person decides to reach out again and he's like wow i don't remember only the good times because i've never had bad times and sure it's just like, damn, where do I stand, you know? Well, you're the person that I'm married to, right? You're the person that I'm... I mean, I was the person you were married to last year. And yeah, that but shit, we, were going, mean we were going through our, our... And I forgot, I don't remember exactly how our disagreement at that point. We were already having disagreements. You we didn't like already... the fact that I left to Maryland. And to to make it clear, you know, I went to Maryland because we needed to boost our finances up. We needed to, as normal people, we have debt too. So we needed to clear our debt. You didn't have to go to to Maryland to, and I wasn't upset about you going to Maryland, to be clear. Um, Not directly, at least. Not consciously, at least. Um, You didn't have to go to Maryland. Maryland was a travel assignment which which paid very well, and it was a good opportunity for you to make some good money. It was the one who paid one of the highest. And right, but my point is, we didn't need it. It was, it was, it wasn't a necessity by any means. You could have continued working locally. It was one of those things where, here's an opportunity for me to make a lot more money than I'm used to. Yeah, but as I recall, like I said, we we had a lot of debt, and we yeah, needed we, to bring used, it down in used, a quick way. Yeah, we used your your contract assignment in Maryland to pay off some debt. Sure. Uh, all I'm getting is, it wasn't a necessity. Okay, so, but. Even with me going to Maryland, I would do my three days in a row. I will hunk down. And I hate three days in a row as a nurse, these 12-hour shifts. But I would hunker down on it, do my three days, 
and drive my four to five hours home every single week. And I made sure that I was there for you. I made sure that I was there for our son. And I felt like it was just not enough. We we were already, I don't want to say beefing, but we were already kind of bickering before you even left. And then you leaving and having some space and some time away just was fuel to the fire to our relationship at that point. Our relationship wasn't in a good place for you to leave to begin with, I don't think, in Mm -hmm. hindsight. Okay. So you think that me leaving kind of just like exacerbated all that stuff? Yes and no, because if if I remember correctly, I started talking to that person in late December before you left, or were you gone in December? No, I left late November. Oh, okay, so you had left already, okay. Yeah, so it it added that. I think maybe there's that element of loneliness, maybe it was just, let me have someone to talk to, Um, but no, you don't have anything to worry about now. Then you you did. Are you sure? I'm (laughs) I'm positive. Um. And again, we're just having this conversation not to, you know, make you guys think like, oh, yeah, you know, their relationship is like falling apart. You you know, like it's no, we're in a good we're in a really, really good place. I think better than we've ever been. I can happily say I love Rick. Like Uh, he's I love you, too. He's my sounding board. Oh, why you say it like that? I love you, too. (laughs) What what I want to get at or what I want to drive at is the reason we're sharing this is because it's okay to admit that you're going through it, right? You're not the only ones. Everyone goes through it. Right. No person is perfect. Therefore, no relationship will be perfect. But there's a certain element of pushing through, and that's something that we did, right? Um, th- I could have left you multiple times when you decided to live a double life, mm-hmm. when you wanted to date multiple people at the same time. Um, you could have left me when you found out that I was talking to this person again, Um you could have left me when I cheated on you another time with someone who was near and dear to you. Yeah. Want to talk about that? If you want to get into it. <laughs> your, your face says it all. <laughs> Guys, I'm a lot more open with this topic because... I tend to be pretty private, um, especially when it comes to our relationship. I've always been private with, with our relationship um, and our personal life. Um, but again, like we mentioned earlier, there I think there's lessons worth... Uh, Worth learning from. And here. there's still things that, you know, you could keep private to yourself. You know, you don't. We're keeping. A, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. But I mean, like, it's okay to to realize that we're human beings. Right. We're not perfect. You know, it's okay that we have flaws. You know, at the end of the day, it's not for anybody else to accept my flaws it's for you to accept my flaws and for you to work with me and for us to and vice versa. teach each other and right. learn from each other. Um, but even in the beginning of our relationships, you know, we've lost friends along the way because especially you, you know. Oh, yeah, I lost a lot of friends, friends that didn't agree with us staying together, yeah, friends that know, didn't agree with us getting engaged. You had a close friend, a close childhood friend yeah. who pretty much stop talking to you because I decided to stay with you. You you got engaged to me. Right. And and they kind of knew our background a little bit and there was, was like you're making a huge mistake. This is never going to last. 
And uh, haha, sucks to be you. Jokes on you because two kids later. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> but um, I, I everything is a learning experience. Absolutely. And what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And yeah. I'm glad to say that we're both stronger individuals and therefore we're a stronger relationship. So let's tune back a bit, right? Because you said other times that you had uh, infidelity moments. So I'll let you elaborate on that. <sighs> <laughs> no pressure. Um, where do you want me to start? And I, I have to tell you, please laugh about it. It's because hard. It's hard because I'm hard on myself. A hundred percent, I am and too. And I kick myself in the ass for having made the mistakes that I've made. But we're human, and I love you either way, and I forgive you. And at the end of the day, it's not about anybody else. It's about you and me. Mm-hmm. And if I'm cool, bro, then you cool, bro. That's it. <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> so I don't know. Why do, cue it up for me. All right, so. I had this really good friend um, who was near and dear to me. Uh, we were like two peas in a pod. And it became eventually where she would come to my house all the time. And we, we, we just had a really good friendship. And the three of us, Rick, kind of all my friends love Rick. He's he's a very lovable guy, um, down to earth, easygoing. Um, but I had with this one friend, how do I say, didn't know how to respect boundaries, so to speak. I don't. I guess I don't know how to. I I feel like it's your fault too, though. Oh, one hundred percent. I and I accept. Uh, I accept Mia culpa. So. You started talking to her or she started talking to you behind. I don't know how this ended up being behind my back. But I think I think where I went wrong is that we used to have like a group chat. And it became a little too out of hand, a little too jokey, jokey, a little too loosey, goosey, loosey, goosey. Yeah. Things were not respected. She was like, she she kind of became part of our relationship in a weird way. Meaning, you always say that. And I, okay, right. Like she, she wasn't like she, she was your friend initially. And then, you know, she started spending a lot of time with us. Um, group, te- group text messages, um, knew everything that was going on in our lives. Um, and, and again, the relationship just became loosey goosey and, you know, certain things happened um, with us in group form. <laughs> I think that's stop right there. Use your imagination, people. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Um, so I think in in a group format, we crushed a, a few boundaries. Right, this person kind of became like the what's the word when when there's like a third person hanging around. The third wheel. Third wheel. She kind of was like a third wheel, um, but like involved in our relationship in a weird way. I don't know. Right. I, I, like she knew all our personal business. She yeah. She knew when I would be upset with you, and it would kind of be like we all spoke about it. Yeah, you know, instead of you it. and me speaking about it, it it was weird. It was such a weird dynamic. She knew about our sex life. We we probably overshared a lot. We we probably did. And admittedly, we didn't have. I think part of the problem was we didn't have any boundaries when it came to her. 
even as a relationship? Um, yes and no. Um, because let's let's say let's talk time frame here because all of this started twenty twenty. Right. 2020 was a hard ass year, especially for a lot of people. But I can speak for myself, especially for me. You know, I'm a nurse in the emergency department in the city, heart of COVID right now. And or not now, but back then. Um, And I was going through a lot of shit. And you were kind of losing your shit in your own way at home. Right, because you were working from home, you were with our son. It was hard for both of us. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to pretend like I was going through what you were going through being. But you uh, didn't first have responder. much of a social life anymore, right? Well, I, I was locked home. Yeah, I continued to because I would talk to my coworkers. Yeah. You know, we would go through stuff together so again, at work. It was probably that same phenomenon that happened in 2022, right? Where I became lonely. Yeah. Right. I was looking for attention, I was looking for communication. Right. And so you had this whole phenomenon that you wanted to have kind of like an open, would you say an open relationship or added an extra person into our relationship? I, I don't even I know how think to you ex- were gonna go there. explain this, but I mean, you pretty much said <laughs> he's like shaking his head like, no, I didn't say shit. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Anyways, so... Long story short, this extra person became pretty much like a third person in in our relationship. And I don't know how somewhere along the way I got iced out. And it was like you two were in a relationship. I wouldn't say we were in a relationship. We definitely were 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 talking. How did it get there? I still don't understand until this day. What do you mean how did it get there? Like how did it become you two just talking? Again, I think it was one of those moments where we were going through a freaking vulnerable time in our relationship. We need to stop having these vulnerable times. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest lesson and biggest takeaway is when one, you know, when one of us is feeling some type of way, we need to lean into the other person and not outside. And I think that's exactly what happened. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think any particular event happened where, you know, we said, hey, let's ice you out and let's you and I just talk. Um, I don't know. I think we, the three of us had a bond right the three of us had a good relationship we we vibed really really well with each other probably too well um i don't know what would have happened had we not broken off meaning i don't know what would have happened with the three of us like things were were starting to get weird between the three of us um yeah i i don't know i don't know what what's what's on your mind I'm I'm just waiting for you to explain the story. I don't know. So, so the, her and I started talking. Um, I don't. I I really don't know why. Maybe because you, you know, probably wouldn't have been okay with it. You know, dig deep in. You wouldn't something. have been okay with it, right? It wasn't okay. No, hell no, it was not okay. So, so that's why <laughs> I guess right to answer your question. No, I, I I don't believe. I'm sorry. Maybe it's me. I don't believe in open relationships. It I, wasn't an open relationship. I think, you know, half of the time I entertain ideas that you think of because I just want to support you and I want to be there and I want to love you. But that was just one idea that I entertained that went the wrong freaking way. What idea are you talking about? People have no idea what you're talking about. Just like having that third wheel. Having being a, okay a third with third person in a relationship. Yeah, being okay with somebody even 
being interfered in a relationship. Yeah, that was probably not a good idea. You know, our our home model is it's you know you and me with and we always learn you and me with Christ in the middle. And well, in that's, that way that's another, there was there was no. We weren't very religious at the time. Admittedly, we weren't we were not very religious at the time. Yeah. I mean, but that's I'm, what I'm trying to get at is that that's not a model we followed at all. No. You know, it was, it should never be anybody in the middle. Right. And so it it was a very difficult time and it, it got to the point where it, it was very uncomfortable for me to even be around that person anymore. Right. Well, and that's understandable. The forgiveness happened because I'm a very forgiving person. I was surprised you actually. I have a heart of gold. I don't know. You went through a phase where you actually forgave that person and you brought them back around. Yeah. I mean, because I wanted to go back to normal, just not that part, you know, because I did truly appreciate and value the friendship. Sure. Right. I had somebody to talk to at all times. But there were boundaries that were were crossed on both. But I promise you, I could not have you guys in my house. And not think anything negative. And that's when I knew. I'm like, this is toxic. Unfortunately, I I have to cut somebody off. And I'm not about to cut my husband slash baby daddy (laughs) off. Um, And so that's that's where I decided to part my ways. And, you know, even several times it, it was hard, right? Because then I'd be her friend again and I'd talk to her again and then we stopped talking. And, you know, I think her and I are at a point now where if we talk, we're amicable, but I don't think we're best friends. You guys definitely don't talk on a regular. No. When's the last time you spoke to her? A couple of months now. I don't know. Yeah, months and months. But, like, I forgave. I don't forget, but I forgave and I just moved forward. Right. Because part of another thing about relationships is that you have to be able to be vulnerable with your partners and trusting with your partners. And if you can't learn to trust your partner again, then there's no point in being in a relationship. Sure. Right. And there's there's many times where I had to just bite down the bullet and just be like, you know what? Bite the bullet. Bite the bullet. Bite the bullet. Stop the bullet. Stop with this colloquialism crap. I, bite I don't, down the bullet. I just bite the bullet. <laughs> Here we go. Um, but I just had to put in my heart that I have to forgive you and trust you. And because I'll wake up every day saying, oh, this dude is going to cheat on me again. Sure. And, and that's no way to live. And likewise. Sure. Without a doubt. You have yeah. to trust your partner and you have to double down. And um, again, I think the biggest takeaway for me was leaning into you and telling you, hey, I'm feeling some type of way. You're not giving me attention. You're not giving me love, right? I think it's imperative that each one of us know, knows when the other's going through that phase and having those sentiments. I think we've gotten better at communicating with each other, and I think that goes a long way. Right, and it wasn't easy for us. I mean, we had to go to therapy to learn that. We yeah, went, we, went we went through went to, couples therapy for a while. Yeah. Like six months. And I, and I loved our therapist because yeah, she, she was, was so real with us. She was really good. Um, But now we're able to just have those conversations on our own without anybody mediating. There was one time where we couldn't even talk to each other without somebody mediating our conversations. Right. There's been many times like that. Um, I think... I think when going through counseling, and I'm glad we went through counseling because it taught us how to communicate with each other right. more than anything else. It also taught us how to look at things through different perspective. Like one, I'll never forget this. One of the key takeaways for me from being in counseling was 
your it, relationships are not conditional. They shouldn't be conditional. There are some relationships in life, like a work relationship, which is con- conditional, meaning it's transactional. But your marriage, particularly, is not transactional. You don't do something for someone else to get something in return. I, I think knew that you was, were going to say that. <laughs> that was a lesson we both had to learn. Yeah, because, you know, it would be like, all right, you i would do something for you if you did something for me right and it shouldn't be like that right you come home and you give me flowers don't expect something from me you're supposed to give me flowers (laughs) rolex settle down there buddy um you damn it now i forgot what i was gonna say your your point is you 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 don't do something for someone else to expect something in return it's not transactional long story short right yeah so what else? Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. So that's it. I think we revealed the um, we revealed quite a bit. Oof. Right. We've been through uh, through our hurdles. We've been through our moments of infidelity on both sides. Um, we've hurt one another. Yeah. In the process. Yeah. I'm sorry for my part. I'm sorry for my part. But again, I think it. it there are lessons that had to be learned, I feel like, in hindsight. Honestly, Rick, I always say to you, like, you think we'd be together if I, if all these things didn't play out the way they did? And I don't think we would. And I don't know. I don't know. So it, I don't want to say I'm kind of glad. No, yeah, it's not that. like we're glad that, that these things happened. But I'm glad we learned how to grow and grow with them. them. Yeah. Right. Right, yeah, right. exactly. But uh, I just want to give a shout out to you. Because, yeah, you, because I know this conversation, I know this topic is really hard for you. And even sometimes, like, I'll try to get you to talk. We don't even talk about it. We rarely even talk about it one-on-one. Because you always shut me down. Why do you think that is? I don't like talking about my moments of infidelity. I don't like talking about my past relationships. I'm all for it. I'm like, give me every detail because it helps me cope. It helps me move on. Maybe it's a guy thing. I'd be curious to hear from other dudes out there. But, you know, Amanda will ask me, you know, like, when you were with this other person, did you use a condom? When you were with this other person, did you do X, Y, Z? I need like, to know if you're being safe. And, 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 and you ask me, you ask me all these like really in depth questions. I'm like, I don't want to talk about that with you. And it, I think it's so freaking funny that half of the time you, and maybe you're bullshitting me, but half the time you quote unquote don't remember. You don't remember. No, and I'm not bullshitting you. And, and I don't know if that's me being nervous in the moment. I don't know if it's like. Or I traumatic think, for you that you're blocking I, it lo- out i think i do that with a lot of stuff then why the fuck would you do the action if you're gonna block it out i don't know I, well i i can assume that it's the, th- the reasons we gave earlier right loneliness desire for attention um desire to feel good about yourself so on and so forth but it's kind of like but you would think that if it was a moment that made you like feel a, good, you would remember it's it. It's kind of like a guy watching porn. And you're not going to understand this because what? you're a woman. But when a guy watches porn, they're really into it, right? And then when they're done watching it, they feel really gross and icky about it. They're Ugh. like, oh, God, turn it off. Ugh. Oh, there goes one of Rick's many alarms. Is that me? Yeah, that's definitely you, buddy. Oh, no, that's you. No, that's you. That is 100% you. Survey says, am I right? Was I right? Yep, see, I was right. 
So let me tell you about these 50 alarms Rick has during the day. Uh, he puts an alarm for everything. Take out the trash. Uh, take out the groceries. <laughs> wipe my ass if you could have one to wipe your ass. I have a lot going on, so they're helpful to, to remember what to do. Yeah. So it's back to what we were saying. I think it's interesting how you can never remember. And it kills me because I... I feel like I need to know details. Why? Because it helps me like, heal. Why do you care? It helps me like, heal. Like, why do you care what I went through with another person? Because it helps me heal. How? If I know every single detail about you, then I feel good because it's like, fine, he feels no good one enough can surprise to- you with it? Is that it? No. Because if somebody did, I'd probably slap them. But no, I'm joking. <laughs> I would not slap them. Um, but it's it's just that- like relationship thing like i need to know everything about you right like i don't ever want to feel like there's secrets one thing i hate is when we're having a conversation and something pops up and i'm like i didn't know that meanwhile it happened like three or four years ago and you sure you feel like shit you're like the hell why didn't you tell me that yeah i i I suppress a lot of that stuff admittedly like i just bury it i bury it it's like ah rick you shouldn't have done that just bury it and i get and i bury it in the back of my mind and i don't think about it or try not to well Hopefully, there's no more times to bury. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, wow. This was a. Uncomfortable. A therapy talk. This was a very uncomfortable conversation. No, it was not. Embrace it. It's hard for me to love it. I don't love it. No, love the growth from it. I, I appreciate the growth from it without a doubt. Okay. Uh, you want to wrap it up <laughs> for your yeah, sake? Yeah, I don't even know what else to say. I just feel like we've revealed so much. Yeah, we did reveal. Uh, we revealed a lot, and you know, a lot of our close friends know some of the stuff. Some a of, lot them of them do. A lot of them don't. A lot of them don't. But you know, at the end of the day, like I said, this is our relationship, right? With no one in the middle anymore, or ever will be. Yeah, I think that was one of the big lessons and takeaways for me was establish boundaries yeah guys that's a huge thing in relationship (laughs) (laughs) well how can women be conniving because you had a fault in it too so i had a fault in it sure but that was your friend (laughs) does it matter who it was it's yeah it does okay why does it matter wouldn't it have hurt less if it wasn't someone you knew it hurts period without a doubt Without a doubt. But my point is, this was someone who was close and dear to you. So you're telling me you hurt more if I was to talk to somebody close and dear to you? It would hurt to me that that person did that to me. Not that just, not your component, but the fact that. But I'm your wife. No, and that is within within itself hurtful and painful. But it's also painful that someone who was close and dear to you screwed you over. I, I guess. Right? Like that was your friend. And I'm your wife. Exactly. Close and dear to you. Right. I'm close so and my, dear but, to you. Yeah, but my point is you heard on both ends. Yeah. Uh, did you not? Yeah, I get it. I you, get it, yeah. Hurt, you, you were hurt by the fact that your your husband was unfaithful to you. But you were also hurt by the fact that your friend was unfaithful as a friend with your husband. Yeah. Like, that's ballsy. Like, soak it in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it sucked. But it's done. It's over. It's in the past. Yeah. It's buried. I learned to grow with you. 
Well, clearly we had another kid. So. Yeah. I wish we had some champagne so we can uh, Cheers. end this on a positive note. No, it is on a positive note. I can't have champagne anyways. I'm breastfeeding. Yeah. Touche. Woohoo. Anything you want to add? Nope. I love you. I end love of the you episode. Too. I love you too. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, let us know if you have some questions. Um, Hopefully you learn from it. And we'll go from there. Yep.